Welcome to the Texas Values Report. This is Jonathan Sines, president of Texas Values, and Merry Christmas to you and your family. Hope you're having a wonderful Christmas and having just a great week this week. You know, as I say a lot in the show, uh, it's a glorious day in the state of Texas. I don't even remember if that's how I start now. I'm trying to remember. Uh, Christmas gets me all like confused or not confused, but just off track. I get all into Christmas mode. Maybe you're the same way. But that's usually how I start our weekly radio show. Welcome to the Texas Values Report. This is Jonathan Sines, president of Texas Values. It's a glorious week in the state of Texas. You know, it's also always, it seems, a glorious week in the state of Texas because it's great to be a Texan. It's great to be an American. And, you know, look, I, I think it's great, and I feel very special to be a Christian. And there's no better season, if you will, than the Christmas season, particularly for us as Christians and and folks in our country. And and really, you know, it's a religious thing for me, but for many people, it's also a cultural thing, right? For many of us, you know, Christmas is a federal holiday in America. So even if people, you know, are, uh, it's a, you know, religious issue for them or sort of however it hits them, it's something that they find time to celebrate. And so I'm excited to do that, but I want to talk about some some kind of things that have happened this year, sort of maybe a, a little bit of a year-end wrap-up, part one. I may try to do that or squeeze another one in next week. But, you know, at Texas Values, we work on the issues of faith, family, and freedom. And as it relates to the arenas of the courts, the legislature, and the media, and ding, 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 maybe we can ring a bell every time I say this during the program. We are a 501c3 nonprofit organization. So that means this time of year, we love gifts, okay? So if you continue to be in that mood of giving gifts, think about us, okay? Because we're a nonprofit organization and we rely on donations to get our work done. And you can donate at txvalues.org. As a matter of fact, we've got a match and grant in place. All donations up to 71,000 are going to be matched. We've got people that have already committed that amount. They just need you to come forward and that ends up doubling it. But it's been a great year for a lot of the work that we've done, a new year, a different year, uh, a challenging year for many people, right? For all of us in a lot of ways, right? And so that's no different for us at Texas Values, but our team really tried to find a work, way to work and get things done and help people wherever they were, right? How, whatever the needs were. And so I'm just gonna go through a couple of things that we were involved in and let you know about some of our work. First of all, I wanna show, do my share screen here uh, and, and you can see the members of our team here. So this is kind of our top line, right? Our vice president, David Walls, there's me, Jonathan Covey, our policy director, who started his first day was behind the you know laptop of a Zoom camera um, in April. And then you've got Mary Elizabeth Castle. She's been with us a couple of years. Judah Atkins started, Atkinson started earlier in the year. Brian English, the newest member of our team, who is the director of the Church Ambassador Network, Pastor Ho. Jorge Tovar in South Texas started earlier this year. Rosemary, Joseph, Nancy, Naomi, and Jonathan Mitchell, who've been with us a little bit longer. But our team was really all over the place trying to figure out how to navigate these different issues. And so, uh, so anyway, this is uh, the members of our team who were, you know, really the key to the, getting the work done. But so were you, supporting us financially and seeing value in the work that all these members of our team were doing. And so, look, Merry Christmas to you as you enjoy this season. And, and one of the things that uh, that happened this year was we gained a new friend, all right? So I want to let you hear from him and see what he says about some of our work. And let me get my share screen back in place here so we can uh, get him queued up. That's our good friend, musician Matthew West. 
Hey, it's Matthew West here, and I am so excited to come your way and be part of Texas Values Faith, Family, and Freedom Gala taking place on November 13th. I'll be there to sing some songs and share some stories. You know, Texas Values has done an incredible job working day in and day out to protect Christian values across the state. So I want to encourage you to join us for this special event. Now, I'm told that tickets sell out every year, so make sure to get your tickets to this special event on November 13th at the Texas Values website, and I'll see you very soon. That's Matthew West saying some great things about Texas Values, but it was great to have Matthew West on. You know, look, he was at two events, actually sort of three events, but two events in person that he was a part of, our Faith, Family, and Freedom Forum where he gave two concerts, really two musical performances, and then performed at our gala later in the year. And he was on a video that we did on this radio show, which was great, our weekly radio show, The Texas Values Report. And, you know, then made a video appearance at our Christmas party while he was doing his Christmas performance for people. He sent us a free link. We were able to check it out. And so speaking of Christmas, I got my Christmas tie here, if you can see it. I was wearing that earlier this week. Uh, when we did an event with the lieutenant governor, maybe you got to be a part of that. And also Kelly Shackford, Santa was on that call. But, you know, working with Matthew West this week, excuse me, this year was such a blessing. And speaking of gifts, what a tremendous gift it was. And, you know, he really, and one of the reasons why, we, we enjoy his music, but the other reason why, and you may not be aware of this, but he wrote the title song for the movie Unplanned. Remember that movie? That was Abby Johnson, who left the abortion movement. She worked for Planned Parenthood, became pro-life. A movie was made about her life. And then there was a song called Unplanned that Matthew West wrote that was a part of the movie, really kind of the title track or song for the movie. So they had never met before. They met on the stage together for the first time at our event in Austin. It was absolutely incredible to see them embrace. And so a lot of fun there, but also a connection with the Christian contemporary music, but also with uh, the issues that we work on, the life issue. As a matter of fact, Matthew West is going to be speaking at the March for Life in D.C. next year, later in January. So we're trying to make arrangements to be there. You may want to do that that as well. But making those connections with people in music and in Christian art with some of the work we do is always so special because they do such great things in music. We do the work we do for faith and family. But many of them come face-to-face with what it's like to be a Christian and to be public and people attack you verbally or they say negative things about you or, you know, you face those challenges of people questioning your values and also trying to just be a great artist. And so it was great to hear him talk a little bit about that and how once he got involved in the life issue and started speaking out about it, all of a sudden there were some Christian fans of his, so to speak, that weren't so sure that they liked him anymore. And, you know, look, we face that all the time. Sometimes when I was a student at the University of Houston, I was leading a pro-life group. And some of the people that usually were a part of uh, this network that were Christian, that whole issue became a little uncomfortable for them. And, and I understand that sometimes when things get a little tense publicly and the government puts pressure on you. But so Matthew West got to share a little bit about how he's had to deal with that and been, uh, but that it's just strengthened his resolve to stand up for the life issue. And so, but I just want to continue our screen shares here a little bit more and uh, move on from Mr. West and show you, uh, and I don't know if this video will show, but you can see a little bit about, um, and that's not the one that I want to go to. Let me try another screen here. So this is always so much fun with Zoom. Um, that is a 
video, I'm going to have to go to, okay, I'm going to get this taken care of here while I'm navigating these things. And that means Matthew West goes away and we go to this page. If you're listening to me, go to txvalues.org and you can see the video that I'm about to show in some of the end of year highlights, txvalues.org forward slash donate if you're uh, listening on the audio. But if you're watching on video, share this, like it, put it in your group pages, let everybody know about the great work that we're doing. And I want to show this uh, on the video here. You can see this is our end of year request. It was 65000 for our matching grant. Now it's up to 71000 More people have pledged so other people can come alongside and match that. And I don't know if you're going to be able to hear the audio on this video either, but I just want to show you a little bit of this clip and you can see video whether you could hear that or not we'll find out when we check the recording but uh, that is on our Texas values uh, donate page you can see I'll go back to my screen share so if you want to watch a video and see the highlights of some of the work that we were doing these this year on these issues I'll go back to that page you can see this here and look you can make donations by credit card by check by cash there's also an enhanced giving um, page here I'll click this real quick and you can see different ways, mutual funds, stock, planned giving, donor advised funds, all kinds of great ways to deal with these retirement account giving, required minimum distribution issues. Great video here from Eric Weisgarber, one of our board members, so you can find out some different things. But let's go back to just for a second for you, uh, you know, for people watching and if you're listening, go back to, I'm gonna go back to, um, to show you some of the highlights of the work that we've done over the years, I want to make sure this is pulled up so people can see it. All right. And that way you can follow along with me here. Let me go back to where we were. So one of the highlights for this year was a huge victory that we had that was on the issue of sex education in public schools. This is an issue we've been fighting uh, and working on really for about a year. But it, it came into focus because the State Board of Education meets about every 10 years to work on different subject areas. And that is one of the issues that they took up this year because it's just a part of their normal schedule. Uh, Planned Parenthood, um, you know, very liberal leftist groups wanted to push a lot more talk about sex. They want kids to, they want it to be normalized. They want it to be an issue that's just a part of their life and you know, it's about so-called risk management, even though they're, you know, in a lot of ways almost promoting or making it normal or acceptable for them to be involved in certain sexual activity that can be very dangerous for them and really not giving them facts about things, um, giving them information about how they can avoid their parents. Um, we, we dealt with some sex education where students were encouraged not to tell people that they lived with their married mother and father because that might make other people feel uncomfortable because that's not the arrangement that they're in. The reality is though, we know statistically the best and healthiest place for children to be raised is a married mother and father in one home. And not everyone enjoys that. We understand that, but that doesn't mean that you change the model. I mean, the state law is about setting the standard and saying, this is what works best most of the time. And if you start changing that, watering it down or acting as if it doesn't exist, now you lead young people to think, okay, well, you know, it doesn't matter what kind of arrangement I'm in in my life. And as a matter of fact, that's one of the things that came up. They wanted to replace the married relationship with something called committed. Well, anybody can decide what that means. We know what married means. 
but committed could be anyone, it, it, you know, who, who knows the amount of people it could involve. So anyway, those were things that the other side tried to push and we defeated all of those efforts. I got my screen share set up now. I want to show you here. Uh, and that's in the list of accomplishments. Um, and so actually it happened right after we put this together. Um, and so, but it's included in, in this year. And one of those things was beating Planned Parenthood and sex education in 2019, also beating Planned Parenthood in court. Um, this ended up happening at the end of 2019. And then we rolled into Austin ISD here where Planned Parenthood originally had their sex education. And we were able to push that out of Austin ISD. I want to make sure you heard that. Sex education was canceled in Austin ISD in the 2019 to 2020 school year that ended in May. That was a big victory that we were a part of. We beat Planned Parenthood in court. Remember, there was a shutdown for a little while with um, medical procedures that weren't essential during the height of some of the pandemic issues. Well, Planned Parenthood was not happy about that. They think um, you know, taking the lives of innocent children, killing babies in the womb is essential. So they sued the state, went to court. We filed a legal brief. We joined the state um, in court, or, or we filed a brief supporting their position on this issue, and we won in federal court. The, the federal court said that the state could um, have these type of uh, policies in place so that there weren't abortions being performed to, um, to an almost complete victory. And that resulted in about two weeks, no abortions being performed in the state of Texas, and about 2,000 lives were being saved. And so these are some of the other victories from over the year, the Born Alive Infant Protection Act from last year, Save Chick-fil-A Religious Freedom Law. You know, our work focuses a lot on the state legislature. For the past four sessions, we've passed a pro-life and a religious liberty bill at the Texas Capitol that Texas Values has helped lead. That's some you know, really an amazing track record that we want to continue as we go into 2021. One way we can do that is if you will help support our work financially by making a donation today at txvalues.org forward slash donate. There's a matching grant in place. All donations up to 71,000 are being matched. That's exciting. That's a way to double your impact. Okay. You think about this time of year, how can you make that money go a little bit further? This is one way to do that. And so, but we, you know, look, this is another graphic I want to go to here. This is Abby Johnson right here speaking at our Faith, Family, and Freedom Forum. This was a biblical values rally that we had right before Election Day to let people know about uh, the importance of voting and Christians voting. And this is a new project we have, the Church Ambassador Network. It's a mission to build a relationship between the shepherds of God's church and of God's government as portrayed in the scriptures. We've got over six figures already invested into this project. We have a new member of our team, Brian English, who's going to be the director of that work. And uh, I'll take down my share screen for a minute just so people can see me uh, back into the screen here. And Brian English, okay, fantastic individual. He was a pastor in Iowa. He worked for a family policy council like Texas Values in Iowa. And then Ted Cruz needed some help on his presidential campaign. And so Brian English was a part of the faith outreach. A big reason why Senator Cruz won the Iowa caucuses back in 2016 when he was running for president was Brian English. So he stayed on the team. Brian moves to Texas. Um, as Senator Cruz settles in after the presidential cycle ended, he helped Senator Cruz get reelected to the Senate for a second term and then went into private work for a little while when that campaign ended, but was, you know, really had it on his heart that if an opportunity came about, he'd like to do faith-based work. So along comes the Church Ambassador Network. 
which is a very ambitious project to connect the churches across the state of Texas for our values, to walk alongside them, to give them support, let them know what their rights are. Um, and really what a year for, for them to need this, okay? Because if there's anything we've learned from 2020 is that church is essential. But unless it's in state law, unless we make it clear in policy, there's some government officials that don't think that. I think a lot of us, you know, viewed that and thought, you know, the government wouldn't try to shut or close a church. Wrong. That's what happened this year. Now, thankfully, a lot of churches have said, we, you know, enough of that. And thankfully, uh, for the most part, our state government has made it clear that they're not going to do anything like that. And so that's been very encouraging in the state of Texas, but we've seen some even bigger challenges in other parts of the country, knowing that some government officials and some local government officials here in Texas have really tried to put a a lot of pressure on churches uh, so they couldn't operate. Church Ambassador Network is going to be so key to letting churches know they've got a friend, and it's not going to be just Brian. We've got someone in North Texas and South Texas. We're going to bring other people on board to make sure the church is not only essential in law, but just in action. People will continue to see it and we'll continue to stand firm. The church will be open, but not just open within the inside the walls of a church, but in the community as well, to continue to make sure government officials at every level know how important it is for the churches to be open, to be vibrant, and to be able to do what they do best without any threat of the government trying to punish them. So that's a big part of that church ambassador network. And so, but it's great to go through some of those highlights of some of the things we've done over the years, and, you know, look, we, we were standing right alongside uh, pro-life pregnancy centers. They weren't sure if they were essential. Could they continue to operate this year um, through the pandemic? Pastors coming, to, and we made that clear with a legal brief that we put together. Pastors coming forward, um, asking questions about what they can and cannot do. And so um, we were there alongside them every step of the way. And that's, you know, one of the things that I'm encouraged by is when the church needed us, we were there. When the pro-life movement and pro-life leaders needed us, we were there. You know, when, when some of our friends in the state needed us, if you will, in court to come in and protect pro-life issues, we were there. And so, and look, we, we had several events educating people about what their rights are. We had, um, we ended up having um, several events around the state just to give people encouragement to know that some of these victories were happening. Some local issues came up, like in Mansfield, when people were trying to push them to create some new LGBT policy for students in public schools. That got voted down because of the work that we do at Texas Values. We testified, I don't know how many hours in different Zoom hearings and video hearings across the state, many of that from the comfort of our own home sometimes. You know, but look, you do what you got to do. And so I'm trying to see if we've got, oh, here we go, right here. You can see these are some of the different Zoom meetings. Uh, let me make sure my screen share is back on. And so you can see what I'm talking about. So here we go, some of the different Zoom meetings we were on, Pastor Branson, our good friend Ann Hedinger, State Board of Education, Ken Mercer. This was a lot of the type of meetings that we had. Chip Roy, Congressman Chip Roy is on this meeting as well. But whether or not it, you know, it, it necessitated the use of that technology or different issues or being on the ground, Texas Values was there for you and for your values and our values of faith, family, and freedom. So we ask you just to consider to be there for us as we still got some work to do uh, before this year ends. And so I'm going to take you back to our website and you can see, I'm going to go back to my screen share here again. I just want to let you know how you can navigate our website. 
So you can go here and you can see about how to give that year-end gift. You can see our highlight video. And if you're watching on, if you're listening online, go to our Facebook page later and watch this video. Go to the Texas Values Facebook page and watch our video. The Merry Christmas Project that we continue to work on every year. That, that was a part of a law that we passed in 2013, but protecting again so students know that they have rights to talk about and celebrate Christmas in public schools. This was a huge victory. Oh, I forgot to mention this. Excuse me. The um, Carol ISD, their LGBT plan to have more of these policies in public schools, a court said no. It must cease. It, they put a stop to it. We have been fighting on that issue for months. And part of the reason was a lack of transparency in the way it was handled, and they got caught in court. And the judge said they violated or they're likely to have violated some uh, Open Meetings Act uh, laws. And, and so, because what was happening, it seemed like behind the scenes, this was all getting cooked up. And then they try to say, oh, now we're going to have a public hearing to decide when really it seemed like the decisions had already been made. And some school board members were not, didn't seem to be aware of that. Uh, if you go back and check the video in the middle of the meeting, they're about to vote because we're doing this by video. I remember I was in my uh, breakfast area at my table watching all this unfold after members of our team had testified. And you had school board members saying, we don't even know what we're voting on. This is like LGBT stuff, leftist stuff, whatever it is. We, we haven't even seen all these policies and we're going to vote on it today. It was incredible. So and at that point, we were testifying against it. We had hundreds of people that were a part of this effort in the North Texas area. And so that day they said, you know, we're just going to kind of vote to take a look at it and, and, you know, sort of push pause in a way. It was a strange uh, way they dealt with it procedurally, but it didn't get adopted that day. It was, it, it put it on hold effectively. And so that gave time for people to file public information act requests, which we did for a lawsuit to be filed that was reported, and bang, that thing got stopped. That it's not over though, that court case continues. I mentioned this earlier, Brian English, this is what he looks like. If you're wondering, you can read a little bit more about his bio. If you go to our website and see what uh, some of the things I mentioned about what he's done in the past, great, great work that he's done along the way. And then let me go back to our homepage again. So you can see um, some of the different issues we were involved in. State Board of Education victory, I mentioned this. Oh, there's Matthew West. All right, gala highlights from that issue. Uh, we sued the city of Austin to stop them from funding abortion issues. Do you know they took the money from law enforcement, right? Millions of dollars that they took from law enforcement, and they used a portion of that money to give to pro-abortion groups. One entity tries to protect and save life in law enforcement. Another entity, other entities are in the business of taking and ending human life, okay? And a lot of these groups like Jane Sue Process and others, really uh, a lot of the way they function is having the children go around the rights of parents in order to get an abortion. And, and look, I, people die sometimes from having an abortion. Parents need to know what their children are doing if they're involved in or considering these risky procedures. So this was something we did with back to school rights. Do you remember that when a lot of schools weren't sure if they were going to be open in August and September, not just because of the virus, but because some government officials locally were telling even private schools, okay, county officials in different parts of the state, they were going to let private religious schools open on their own terms. We helped make sure that that didn't happen and schools got open. But a lot of great highlights here, the website txvalues.org, you see the matching grant thing there, 
and look, uh, we're about to uh, finish up here. We got about a minute or so, but you know, so many special moments that happened over this year. Uh, but a lot of just, I don't know how else to say it. A lot of personal moments, right? A lot of emotional moments, a lot of people just, you know, remembering and recognizing or coming up to, you know, close to knowing the value of just being healthy, being in connection and missing that sense of community, right? That's what we do so well with our work is, is maintain and uh, be a part of those relationships. That's what we're called to do as Christians, right? I mean, that's, you know, you think about the birth of, of Christ, our Savior, you know, being born, you know, outside sort of, if you will, um, in public and, and just, you know, being together, right? That That's what we do best. That's part of, you know, um, God wanting us to live in a relationship in the community with each other, not alone. That's why he came, right? Now I'm really going to get emotional. That's, <laughs> that's why he was sent. So we didn't feel like we were alone here on this earth. It's so special. It's so wonderful to be here to spend time with you during this Christmas season. And I hope you'll continue to see value in the work we do at Faith, Family, and Freedom. And you can see all that at our website, txvalues.org. I hope you'll consider making an investment in our work by the end of the year. But I also hope that you'll have time to spend with your family during this wonderful Christmas season, that you'll be able to reflect on the birth of our Savior, Jesus Christ, and know how special it is in our state to have this time together. So God bless you. Merry Christmas. And we'll look forward to talking to you again and next week on the Texas Values Report.